When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. If you are new here, my name is Justin Davis, a.k.a. JD. And this show is all about people discovering their higher self through adversity, vulnerability, with a big underline under that word, and self-love. And if you're not new here and you're regular, thank you, thank you, thank you. I see you. I appreciate you. Now, today's episode, and I am so hyped for this one, I, I really think this is probably going to be the best one of season two so far. I know it's a lot of hype, but but I promise it's going to deliver. So today's guest is, I got three fellow kings on the show, courtesy and brought to you by the Nice and Neat podcast. And I know a lot of you have been asking to have them on, so I, I just couldn't wait to really get into this one. And I got some amazing topics that I'll go over here in a second. So the Nice and Neat podcast, a little bit about them. They are the quintessential podcast about the 360 development of men. They talk about all things men, all things men in their lives, what they're going through, past, present, future, men in relationships and that that mindset and, and what's going on in our head when we're in it and so on and so forth. They do an amazing job over there. So it's brought to you by Duke, Omar and Jalan. Again, three fellow kings who are just really trying to get this message out there to the people who need and want it. Now, today's topics are pretty good. Like to hear them? Here you go. First and foremost, how many of you have heard the, oh no, it's the right girl, just the wrong time from men? We talk about that. Having the wrong people in your life and how that can affect you when it comes to unlearning all that you did and not having to make the necessary changes. When life forced each one of us to unlearn something and specifically unlearn something in a relationship. We talk about the male ego in relationship, finances in relationships, AKA the financial intimacy, which Omar put me on game to. And last but not least, I'm saving the best for last. And we're going to start the episode with this topic, which is, and I got this from one of my friends who got it from a, I think a fellow podcaster. And this woman states, men don't marry the woman they love or love the most. They marry the woman who's around when they're ready to marry. The fellas agree and disagree. You're going to find out what our take is on that. And uh, it's definitely not going to disappoint. It's a good one. So let's get into the quote of the day. And this quote of the day is brought to you by Omar, as he describes it in the episode. It's hard for the ego to live in a space where love is. I'll say it again for the people in the back. It's hard for the ego to live in a space where love is. I can relate to that. <laughs> One thing I've recently unpacked in therapy is 
the one place where your ego is not needed, it is not necessary, in fact, it will do only harm, no good, is in your romantic relationships. Now, it's hard for us men to really set aside the ego on certain things, right? Because the ego, for the most part, got us to where we are as far as the accolades go or a lot of our success. So it's it's tough for us. This transition is really hard. I think women don't really understand it. it. It's like hard to explain. But the good thing is, is all four of us really dissect what the ego is to us, how we've been able to manage through it and how we've been able to check it when necessary. So again, I appreciate O for that quote. Uh, last but not least, the intention of this episode. You know, th- this one's pretty personal for me. Uh, today's intention is going to be for the men of the Who Can Relate community and also the women. But, but let me let me start with the guys first for a second. This one is for the guy who really wants the direction right now in their life and how to be the best version of themselves. I want to talk to them specifically about what we did and how we failed as the four of us go over in our lives And hopefully you don't have to make the same mistake that we did. And also, again, back to that ego. That's, you know, right now we're speaking mainly to you guys. Like, I know you guys can relate to this. And we're really going to help you be able to guide through and navigate through how to check, how to change, how to put it in a certain place, etc. We also go over things that we weren't really taught when we were younger. And this is something that we had to learn on our own, unfortunately. There weren't podcasts. There weren't YouTube channels. There weren't any of this stuff talking about this particular heavy, deep, intimate conversation like we do today. So I'm really excited to bring you guys this beautiful, organic conversation between four men who have been there, done that, and we're still learning along the way, but we're going to give you some gems as well. Now, for women, trust me, you're also really, really, really going to want to listen to this one because I think this will clarify a lot for you. A lot of times for men, the easiest emotion to show is anger, right? It's hard for us to articulate our feelings. It's hard for us to let you in. It's hard for us to ask for help, right? This episode does all of that. It unmasks a lot. It's going to let you in on what we talk about and what we go through in a way that I think maybe you haven't heard before. And I think it's really going to be helpful for you. So whether you're single, you're in a relationship, this is also for you, ladies. So make sure you pay attention. Okay. I'm going to make sure all the show notes have all the guys' Instagram handles, the podcast all the ways to support and show love. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and a rating. I'd love to hear from you on that side. And if you're on YouTube watching, please like, subscribe, share, and comment so I know how you guys feel about this episode. All right. Without further ado, please welcome the Nice and Neat Podcast to Who Can Relate. Duke, Yo. Jalan, Omar. What's the deal? AKA the Nice and Neat. Yes, sir. Nice and Neat podcast. Appreciate y'all for coming through. Thanks, oh, man. Appreciate Thank you for having Thanks yeah. for making appreciate the time. It. Appreciate yeah, it, bro. yeah. It's an honor. It's a pleasure. Um, I know a lot of people are going to be clickbaiting this for for a good reason, and we're gonna we're gonna deliver. Um, off top, I want to ask you guys a question. I want to. Well, we get straight into it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Straight into okay. it. Okay. Straight into okay. it. I've, I've, okay. I've learned. I've learned my lesson. Sixty okay. episodes in, people are like, "Can you get to the point?" Okay. Sixty in. Sixty in. Hey, good for you, man. 60. I appreciate it. Thank good you. Good for you, bro. Appreciate it. Um, okay, so the question is: This is from a um, some article, and some some girl went viral with it. And the statement is: Men don't marry the woman they love or loved the most. They marry the woman who's around when they're ready to marry. 
Mm. I'm gonna say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Men don't marry the woman they love or loved the most. They marry the woman who's around when they're ready to marry. Agree, disagree, any follow-up? I, I, I kind of disagree. Okay. I kind of disagree because sometimes you fall in love with a girl and then decide to get married. It's like, I didn't make my decision on wanting to marry my, or wanting to love my girl mm. based on when I was ready to get married. Right. I already loved the woman, right. you know, and then decided okay. to get married. The next steps. You know, yeah. and then took the next steps. So okay. I don't necessarily agree with that. Okay. And by the way, for the record, so, oh, you're engaged. I'm engaged. Excuse me. Yeah, no, I'm not congrats. married. Yeah, uh, Jalon? In a relationship. In a relationship. In a relationship. Duke in a relationship. Yeah. Married. Okay. Jalon, what you got? Man, you know what? I gotta, I, I, I kind of disagree as well. Okay. I will understand where the statement may come from as maybe a man that's trying to really figure out who he is, maybe along that journey that may be something that might have been true. Yeah. So I don't want to take away from that person's experience. But and this is a woman, by the way. Yeah. It's yeah. a woman's statement. I, I don't want to take away from her experience because yeah. she may have been either the woman that ended up with the ring or the or one not. that did. <laughs> right, right, right. So right. I don't want to take away from her experience. But I know me personally, I couldn't even imagine marrying a person who I loved less than someone yeah, who sure, I right, 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 right. I just couldn't imagine it. Like, even if you had a relationship that was awesome and thriving and it just made you a better person, mm -hmm. now you now you have the blueprint on how you need to feel. Right, right. And I just, I, I, I trust people's judgment well enough to, once you have that blueprint, they're going to exceed those expectations. You know, I, I think we've all been in relationships before where you'd be like, man, this is, this is, this is really good here. Like, I really like it here. Mm -hmm. And then you break up with that person and you're in your new relationship or your current relationship and you just say, like, I couldn't imagine having anything yeah. less than this right, 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 right here. So right. I couldn't say it. I yeah. couldn't okay. say that. Okay. Same, man. Same. Honestly, the, I've never even heard the quote, to be honest with you. Yeah. All right? okay. It's not something I've heard, but I feel the same way as, uh, you know, as my partners over here, man. Um, I feel like I was always under the impression that men are going to wait it out until they find the one they love. And, you know, and I feel like it's kind of even even today when things are so advanced and, you know, we've made so much improvement in society as far as the dynamic between men and women go, I still think that re that reigns true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Ultimately, I think men um, are going to hold off on the decision to marry somebody unless they think it's absolutely, uh, this is absolutely the person, right? Because you got to think about how we grow up, man. A lot of people say, man, wait. Right, a lot or, of people say, or, or, or don't do it, or don't do it. Right, so we're already in a defense mode. Right. You know what I mean? So um, a lot of us kind of go into it thinking like this person has to be the person for me. Right, so I, th I find it hard now. Once you get in a relationship, and there are situations where you probably get married, and you're like, okay, I made the wrong decision. Yeah. But I think going into it, you know, you never look at it like you're settling. Right, mm -hmm. I don't think so. Hey, yeah. so this girl is basically saying. You could, a man finds himself ready to get married, and then I'm going back to find a girl that I was in love with two relationships ago. Uh, not because, uh, because yeah. I loved her the most. Or is it's, she saying, I'm going to marry somebody now, but I wish it, I, I could have been with that person, like the so, one that got away. So I, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of took it like, like, like Jalan. Yeah. It's it, like the one that got away. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But here I am, 30 something or 40 something. I'm not trying to be in the streets for the rest of my life. This girl's She'll good do. enough. For She'll family. do. Yeah. Settle. Right? right. I'll settle. I'll settle. Right. She won't know. 
but I know deep she's down. She's a good woman. She, yeah, she's a good woman. She's a good woman. Right? She's good enough. She's, she's, right. good enough. she's not the right one. She's good right. Woman. She's good enough. Yeah. But I think I think to your point, Shameless dude, plug. it's it's um <laughs> I think it's uh <clears throat> because in our society as men, right? I've I've often heard don't do it. Right. Yeah. From jump, and I'm from the Midwest where they settle down real early. It's like the South, mm-hmm. right? But I've still been told, hey, bro, don't. And it's from men, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> are, are you sure? You-, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you don't have to type of thing. You know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a major discourage. Um, so I think from, from the male perspective, and, I, and I'll get to where she was coming from, I kind of agree with this. Yeah. I kind of agree, and I'm glad if someone does, because otherwise we'd just be kumbaya right now. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look. Men don't marry the woman they love or love the most. They marry the woman who's around when they're ready. So can we all agree that timing is everything? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Can we all agree? Or, or maybe not, but have you had one who maybe was the right girl wrong time? All the time. I feel like that's, I feel like, I feel like that's in all of our history. Okay. Right girl, wrong time. Right, right girl, time. wrong time. Yeah, but here's the it thing, always be though. the wrong time. That's yeah. why. I, that's why you ain't win none of them. That, yeah. that yeah. time, look, that time is 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 because the wrong time might have been. You know, the time maybe. don't look so bad right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I say like, right, right. So is it the really the wrong time? So you understand? Cause like you would only know, man, I really would have married that girl, but it was a wrong time. And if in the future you're with somebody that you really don't want to be with, right. Then that time you win is really like the wrong person, right time. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. But if you just passed up a girl and it was the wrong time and then you met another girl, you're like, yo, this girl better. Yeah. I think that's how. Well, well, I think I think I think timing, though, for for me at least personally, is is as a man, right? We're conditioned to provide financially. We're we're conditioned to provide to protect, right? Yes. So if if I don't have my money right, I'm not ready to settle down. Yeah, that's That's a fact. So so that's that's what I mean with the timing of it all. You know what I mean? So is it? And I love my wife. (laughs) Just like for the record, like I'm not saying oh she just she she'll do you know settles and nothing to do with that. But I can see a lot of men, if they were being honest, agree with this statement. And, and it, to me, it just comes down to timing. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of men will sit there and be like, man, that's the one that got away. Or I should have. Or she's always the standard. She's always the one I'm, com- I'm comparing to, right? The Phantom mm-hmm. X is, yeah. is actually a term that they use. So the timing of it all is kind of like. Fem X. Phantom X. Phantom X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Phantom X? Phantom X is, is um, I guess, the one that's always on a pedestal. The one you're always comparing to. Okay. The prototype kind of. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. And, and until she's either replaced or never replaced, right? So anyways, but, but the timing thing, I think is, um, I think it's a huge factor. I think at the end of the day, it's like whether it's not even so much an age thing. I think it's where you are in your life, emotional maturity, financial stability. Right. And then you've having enough life experiences to be like, and we're talking monogamy, right? Yeah. Of course. I've had enough experiences where I'm, I'm ready to settle down. And I think that, I think it's more timing than the woman. Yeah. I mean, especially when you, when you speak on that financial perspective, right. speaking from that pi- financial perspective, like it's really all about timing because <laughs> a man's not going to walk into a relationship knowing he can't provide and take care well, of Well, he shouldn't woman. at least. Well, he shouldn't. They do. But a real, <laughs> I mean, but even then it's not, it's not even going to last. Right. Because you could only put up the, the, the front for so long. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially if you live in, in cities like, major cities like LA <laughs> right, or, right, right. you know, all these other places around. Right. All these other places. It's really Miami and Chicago, Right. But I mean, you know, everywhere getting a little expensive. Yeah, now. that's true. Toronto. But, but what I'm saying yeah, is, what yeah. I'm saying is, you can't keep up that front for too long. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so right. I, when you say from that perspective, I would agree too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Even though I did say that I disagree. Yeah, no, but, it's all good. You know, like when from speaking from that perspective, I could understand why guys will, I guess, and I hate to say, not even settle? Not really, I don't even want to say the word. We were just talking about settling. Yeah, <laughs> but just, I guess yeah, for lack of better words, right now, settle. Yeah, yeah. 
What do you say, Jelani? You say something? I think, I think when it comes to, as for sure, for sure, the timing on the, on the financial piece is a thing, definitely. Um, I don't think no man is going to feel comfortable with the woman that he really wants if he's not where he want to be. Nope. Financially, because nope. it's just a certain, right, right. nope. It's a certain lifestyle that you, whether she needs it, yeah. It's a certain lifestyle you want to provide for yeah. her. So, and if you want a family, that too, right? And if you it's want to be family, sustainable, for yeah. sure, yeah. for sure. And so, I definitely understand it on that piece. Um, well, in that case, I'm gonna ask y'all then. <laughs> so, if that's the case, would you double back? If you was like, "Yo, I'm I'm good now," and that's it, that is who I wanted, but I wasn't able to provide for her the way I wanted to. Where you at, dude? Would you double back? You gotta try to double back. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta try. Where you at? You gotta try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if look, you single, if you don't got nobody, you finally in a good spot, yo, man. I I guess like, cause when you say settle, it's like I can't really get what I want. Okay, you know? okay. So let's 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 take settle off. Let's um. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that word yeah. Is let's not, let's say um. You I, end I, up with I, the woman that you wasn't like the person in your dreams type. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I was gonna say the perfect girl, but there's no such thing. But right. but you know what I'm saying? Like like we have we have a whole list, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a financial list, a, a physical list, an emotional, list. intelligent list. Let's call it the one. Okay, the one, right? Let's call it the one. So and as J Cole says, no one's perfect, but you're perfect for me. Yeah. Yep. Okay? Yep. And the right time works as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He forgot that part of the line because yeah. I'm telling you, like. In my in my case scenario, I've had a Phantom X where it was probably the right girl, just the wrong time. I was too young. I was too immature. I was too mentally immature. I wasn't emotionally available. I wasn't vulnerable, so on and so forth. I couldn't mm. provide financially. Yeah. Right? Here I am now, 35 years old. I met my wife at 30. Things were way different. Way different. Mm-hmm. So luckily and thankfully, income my wife with the right timing. Here we go. Perfect mix. But without one or the other, if it was the wrong girl at the right time, I'm not messing with that, yeah. right? Because I work way too hard just to throw this shit away. Yeah. Straight up. And if it's the right girl, wrong time, it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to mm. be long term. Yep. Mm. She won't put up with that. So all that to say, how y'all feeling? <laughs> <laughs> right? Because look, there's, good. There's, well, there's, there's levels to it, right? I feel like yeah. I, got the, I got the right girl at the right time. Mm. That's okay. how I feel. Okay. Yeah, I, and back to, again, it's such a layered It is. Yeah. such a and layered And let's, let's thing. go through it all, yeah. Back to what Duke was saying. At that time, it might have felt like it was the right time to you. It always does. It you always, know, yeah, it exactly, always does exactly, in the moment. At some exactly. point in time, like making forty two thousand dollars a year was a lot. It was great. You were yeah. like, I'm doing and well. You're like, I'm good. So I could yep. I could move forward how I need to move forward. Right, right, and right. now you're just like, yo, I don't know. If I was that guy, I would have survived. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have survived. Mm-hmm. Let's say you would have got married then, you would have had a kid, you would have been stuck in that hamster wheel, and you would have been like, I made the I made the wrong decision. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I, I I understand the timing, but I think even as you get older, you when you get older, I think when you're doing things the right way, no matter what, you get more knowledge, you get more wisdom, right, you get right, more right. understanding, not just about the world, but yourself and what yeah. you require and what you need. So, if anybody is like marrying to settle, I don't know what they're doing that for. I, yeah. I couldn't even really explain that. I mean, it could be pressure, right? It could yeah. be a, a religion a pressure. Exter- external yeah, external like, forces. Yeah, you know, exactly. That, that exactly. Into it's, that. Kinda, it's unfair to say, but like, you know, the, as, a, as a man, the older you get, the more successful you become, the more sure of yourself you become. Mm. You can kind of dictate, you know, the type of person that you want to be with. You know what right, I mean? Right, it may right. not be the person that, the one in the past, but... Whoever you end up with might be better. You well, know what it, I, mean? it, I feel like you can dictate that um, 
depending on your circumstance, right? The the the, the hope is that you're going to be successful, mm-hmm. and the timing is going to be right. And if the timing is right and your mind is right, then it's just like I can have the type of relationship that I want. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready, yeah, right. This yeah. is back to that. So so I guess let's let's also flip it like this, because I'm sure there's a lot of women listening or watching. Like, well, why can't you get ready? Right, I'm here. Why can't you take care of what you have to financially? Why can't you take what you take care of what you have to emotionally, right? To make yourself available to me. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times I think for, at least for me, I was like thinking this magic switch was going to turn on yeah. as to like my, my becoming a man, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. The whole process of it. And it didn't. Yeah. I had to learn the hard way and a lot of burn bridges along the way, a lot of broken hearts along the way, trial and error. But at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's my story. But I think a lot of men have to, have to, there's a saying you have you have to go you, you have to go through it to grow through it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like when you're young, it's it's kind of hard to do both. Right, it's hard to take care of yourself and then tend to a yeah. woman. You know what I'm saying? That right. that comes with maturity too. Yeah. yeah, like being able to like have the time to work on yourself and then be able to balance my time mm-hmm. to pour into the relationship too. But yeah. it's very hard for a lot of young men. To mm-hmm. be like, yo, I'm going to grind and work on myself and then be fully committed into this relationship. Yeah. You know, something's going to have to suffer. Yeah. You know or, or the financial stability. Or the, or the right? financial stability. Yeah. And a real man is not going to let that happen, you know, so the relationship is going to suffer. Right. You know, right. so I, I, and it, I think just experience. Mm. Yeah. Less than, I guess. The timing. The timing. It's the experience, too. Because okay. if you don't have the experience and, right. and the know with all, like, Right. To put it together, you know, it's kind of yeah. hard. Yeah, good. You got to go through the process, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's easy to say, oh, man, well, just get ready. I'm ready. You're ready. I mean, why don't you just get ready? Why don't you just go through it? But, you know, it's not that simple, man. Real, real life has to happen. You have to go through certain experiences, um, certain experiences and, 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 and go through the process. And that's like something that doesn't happen overnight, you mm-hmm. know, like the maturity level comes from uh, real conversations with yourself, with your friends. You know, going through different types of emotions, learning how to manage emotions, and sad, sad to say it, but even going through different relationships. You know what I mean? Of course. Multiple women, different women will teach you different things. You're going to find out what you don't and, want. And a lot of times, you know, if you're not really really experienced dealing with women, I don't think any woman is going to be happy with what you're presenting because you haven't gone through anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So you don't know how to manage different emotions. You don't know how to, right. how to manage anger and mm-hmm. you know and the communication and things like that and those yeah. things are, are important that's a lot of pressure on the woman too who's dealing with a man like that right now she's got to be the the know-it-all she's got to be the the one who's the source so to speak it's a lot of pressure yeah I, see and this is i'm not it's not like a biblical thing but like i think that's why the equally yoke thing is so important mm-hmm. if you're a man who haven't dealt with a lot of women you you can't get a woman who's had a lot of experiences mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. It, 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 it is not. Work. It just won't work because yeah. mentally, you guys you, yeah. it won't really. Be, you guys won't be balanced, right. and yeah. a lot of things will come up to where she's like, "Why don't you understand that?" And he's like, "I've never experienced." She, she's more that. advanced. Yeah. She's just more advanced. Yeah, you know, and a woman doesn't really like bring a guy along. That's not what yeah, she yeah, wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. so like that 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 aspect of it is tough. But I think yeah. a man who doesn't necessarily have a lot of experience and a woman def that doesn't have a lot of experience, they can get together mm-hmm. and learn from each other. Right, right. Definitely. So, like, when we're talking about together. that, not being, mm-hmm. like, a one-sided, but if they yeah. both don't know much, yeah. like, it could, it could definitely still work. Yeah. 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 You say something? Oh, you no, good? no, no. You good? I'm good, yeah. So, let's... let's <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm sitting over here relaxed. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> so, so let's, let's talk about that process, though, right, of becoming a man and what it looked like for each of us. 
growing up, young black men, right? Mm-hmm. We just had a whole conversation off camera about culture, yeah. which has a lot to do with it, right? Um, actually, another question too. I know Duke, you grew up with your father. And my mom. Yeah. And, and your mom, yeah, Jalon O. Great you? family. Yeah. Great family? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm the, yeah, I'm kind of the black sheep right now. That's all good. We, we've actually talked about this. Okay. It's very unique for three black guys. Yeah, I'm to, shocked. Uh, mm-hmm. To grow up with both of their yeah. families, grow, both of their parents in the house. Yeah. Right? I think yeah. that's why a lot of our, um, you know, a lot of our conversations kind of have, you know, an equal foundation. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have, you have a, a common reference point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A very common reference point, which... I hate that I'm shocked, but but I'm shocked. Yeah, and that's amazing. Nah, yeah, it's, <laughs> I have a whole different. I can't relate yeah. <laughs> to y'all. You know what I mean? yeah, 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 no pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. But with all that being said, okay, so let's let's roll with that. So, how much of your two parent household had a lot to do with you growing up as a man? How much of your life experiences, <laughs> right, that, that you had growing up as a man? Because oh, for you to be a fiance and for Duke and for Jalon, you guys to be in a serious relationship, right? What did it take to get to this point? Uh, honestly. So I grew up in a two-parent household. My parents did get a divorce, okay. and then I got a bonus parent. Yeah, I got a stepdad. How, how old were you when they got? I was seven when they got oh, divorced. You were young. Okay. So I was young. Yeah. So uh, I went and moved with my mom, and she she got remarried. I had a stepdad, and my stepdad honestly was like huge in just showing me how to how to ver- how to physically communicate in a relationship, mm. just like. While my mom was cooking and, you know, maybe come pat her on the butt, mm. you know, hug her from behind. Right, give right. Her, I didn't see that with my parents, but I seen that with my step, with my mom and my stepdad. So, you know, and then just like, like chopping wood in the backyard. Like yeah. that was the thing. He was a real like manly man. <laughs> yeah. My father, he's a more of a spiritual guy. So like I got a lot of my spirituality from him. Okay. My stepdad was a manly man. So mm-hmm. I got a lot from him. I learned how to like deal with women through him and see what that looks like and mm-hmm. be able to communicate without actually having to verbally communicate. Right. But like how important body language was like when you was with your partner and right, right. making them feel special. He was really good at that. So I learned a lot from the men that were in my life. And then also, you know, if they're good men, they're typically going to be around good men as well. So I was just always around good men. I never lacked in that area. That's why I'm around some good men now, yeah. including mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Appreciate so, you that. know, I've yeah. never really, I never really lacked in that area, but having a two parent household and then also with my mom, you know, just showing me what it's like to be a woman, just being able to see her. And, uh, um, my family is a very, very, uh, I'll say traditional. My mom was a stay at home. She cooked. I mean, she also had like opportunities to do her jobs whenever she wanted to. She was a beautician and, you know, doing things like that. So I got to see what it was like to be a man. I got to see what it was like to be a woman. That's the both worlds. And, yeah. and, and, um, gender roles didn't cross much. I think that's something now mm. that we see a little bit more. Yeah. You know, yeah, it overlap a little bit more. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That yeah. was just something that I, um, growing up, that was really, it was really interesting to see. Was it was like these? This is a man's space, and this is a woman's space. It was real mm-hmm. clear for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got yeah. It. Uh, well, for me, <clears throat> growing, the benefit in having two parents at home. Mm-hmm. And it, one thing I noticed between like a lot of friends that I grew up with, even friends that I, I knew or I met in college, was just like the balance that I was able to receive from growing up, right? Like like all the things that Jalan said, but even more so like learning how to be responsible from my dad, learning how to be disciplined, like watching a man get up 
5.30 every day, 4.30 every day, driving, mm. commuting. This nine to five, you know. Yeah. He's commuting to work. Yeah. This entrepreneurship, this is a whole new way of life. You know, he's getting up, he's driving an hour to work, you know, to beat traffic and then driving an hour after staying, working overtime, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever he can to put food on the table, right? And then the little bit of compassion and empathy that I have comes from my mother, you know, like without her, I don't have, I don't even know how to connect and listen to, and even care about other people's feelings because I didn't, I don't learn those things from my dad. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I could, I could only imagine the kind of man that I would be today if I grew up in a single parent home, if I grew up just with my dad. Now, don't get <laughs> right. me wrong. He, he would have, he, he would have done exactly what he did. Yeah. Still some great values right. in me. Right. right but right, there right. are certain levels um, where I wouldn't be able to connect on a human level with other people more so women, you know? Um, so I think it was just, it was, I'm so blessed and great. We're all blessed and grateful. Excuse me. The three of us are blessed yeah, and grateful yeah, yeah. to grow up in that, that type of household, 100%. you know? And those are the things that I took from it. You know, the biggest thing was just the balance, right? Just being yeah. able to learn how to be a manly man, protect, mm -hmm. provide, and then also how to love and care, mm -hmm. you know? So that, that was, that was, that was it for me. Yeah. So for me, um, I think that sometimes it's a mystery to me how I grew up the way I grew up, right? I had a dad, I had a mom, but I never really saw my dad loving on my mom like that, you know? Mm. So, like, my my loving nature, my compassionate nature, it definitely did come from my dad, okay. you know? Um, but as far as militancy and, uh, you know, being able to be a man and, and, and take charge and be accountable, those things definitely came from my dad, right? Mm. My dad taught me authority, mm. right? Mm. And, and so I, I didn't have a, not, growing up, I didn't get in trouble a lot with teachers and, and, and people like that, right? Coaches maybe, but that's just athlete stuff, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. But I never had an issue with authority, you know? I always respected mm. authority and it helped me stand a lot of trouble, mm. you know? And I felt like, like O said, just seeing his dad get up and grind, man, you know, your dad gonna teach you a lot of accountability, mm. you know, and he's going to instill into you that, hey, you don't have the luxury to be handsome. You, know? <laughs> you don't have the luxury yeah. to, um, you know, just, just look good. You don't have that, you know what I mean? Because the world is not uh, forgiving for people that, for men that, you know, don't work hard and, and just rely on their looks and things like that. It don't work for us like that, you know? So... And, and not to mention, he was he was super strict. My dad was strict. Coming from Nigeria, had all these traditional values that they implemented on me and my brother. So uh, it was super militant in my household, right? And then you couple that with sports. I grew up very disciplined, very um, just afraid of just, like, breaking the rules because just my upbringing, you right, know? Right, And And my mom... I think I credit my mom a lot to me being like just a different person. Mm. You know, she's somebody who deviated from her cultural norms and she always gave me the confidence to be just who I was regardless of culture, regardless of tradition, mm. you know? And I think like I got tattoos and earrings and I, it's not too many Nigerian people that I know yeah. that got as many tattoos as me, mm. you know? And I feel like, I always had that confidence to just kind of do what I wanted because my mom told me, you know, she made me feel comfortable that, hey, yo, I'm going to love you, right? And yeah. I want you to be happy. So 
the part of me that's just always willing to just kind of do my own thing mm. comes from her, you know? And yeah. I think that that trickles into how I deal, you know, how I've always dealt, like, with women. Because we've all watched TV growing up, right? We watched how people were treating women. We watched how, the, what the norm was. And at this point, it wasn't that long ago, so we could still be those types of people. Right, right. You know? But I feel like just us understanding, hey, we don't necessarily have to be what they're telling us to be. You know, we can mm-hmm. be kind of dictate our own our own lane and our own situation. And that's exactly what my mom did for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think they both were just key and instrumental in in molding me into who I am today. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I what I gathered from all three is just balance. It's yeah. just back to that. Even you, Jalan, with, with a bonus, you know, parent, it's, it's all still balance, which is super... Um, it's blessed. You're blessed. You're so blessed. I mean, for, for the ones who grew up with one or the other, um, it's a lot of trial and error. What was it for you? Uh, growing up with my mom. Yeah. And it, and I watched some, um, one of Steve Harvey's episodes back, back in the day. And it was, it was great. Cause he had a bunch of single mothers on with their young boys. Cause mm-hmm. I think the oldest, they were, um, <clears throat> I didn't think they were in high school. And one woman stood up and she said, you know, Steve, what advice can you give single mothers who are raising a young black man? And, you know, like, what, what can I do with, without, without the father being around? And Steve said, there's nothing you can do. It's letting you know right now. But what you can do is you can surround him with other men, whether it's coworkers, yep. uncles, sports, sports, right? Other men who, because he's going to find a role model yeah. regardless. Whether it's going to be a rapper, a gangbanger, a drug dealer, or a, or a baseball coach, whatever it is. But he's, he's going to, to gravitate towards a man when it comes to a certain point in time. So there's nothing you can do in particular for this department, but what you can do is provide someone with him. So for me, it was a lot of trial and error. I learned a lot from coaches, yep. a lot from sports. Um, and, and really, it was just trial and error. You know what I mean? It's especially when it came to work ethic and discipline. You know, my mother, which, I mean, she would try, but it, 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 it hits different when it comes from your father, when it, when it comes from a, a man you respect mm-hmm. and you look up to, right? That work ethic that your dad had, oh, that's in you for life. For life. For life. Yeah. Especially as you get older, it's probably in you more. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you, you know now that you're a grown man, you're like, damn, I, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> that's real hard to do. So um, it's, it's a lot of trial in there. So I think, um, and the reason why I brought that up is because I think a lot of women who are dating men who grew up without fathers, they're kind of lost. Kind of back to the Steve Harvey show thing. It's like, I don't know how to help guide you in certain ways in certain departments. Mm. You know what I mean? So right. yeah, I think... Cause there's, go ahead, bro. I was just going to say, that's the unfortunate thing about anybody yeah. growing up with one. Yeah. Right, right, you right. You lose those. You, you just... You, you miss, lose you just, the other side. Yeah. You're missing out on something. Yeah. yeah. Missing ingredients. You and know? then if you... It, it, you know, if you're surrounding yourself with the wrong influence, right? Yeah. How many years... I don't want to say wasted, but you know what I mean? And then how many years you have to unlearn that? Yep. Yeah. Right. So if you're with someone yeah. for five years and you got to learn and unlearn another five years, 10 of your life. And that's scary. It's scary. That's right. Scary. You can you can implement the wrong habits, the wrong language, the wrong way to treat a woman. What's, right? sc- what's scary and it's so whack is it take, it's, it almost takes longer to unlearn. Yeah. Than yeah. Than it does yeah. to learn. So like it may yeah. be longer than 10 years. Yeah. You're right. Talking about, right. You know, you're trying to unlearn five years of, of a certain way. Yeah. Oh, man. Because like that is. It's a part of your foundation. Like, and it's tough to get rid of a pillar. Man. You know, you might have accidentally 
started creating the wrong village. So right. everybody in your family, I mean, everybody that in you chose village. to be around you just, just like, is not good for you. Yeah. Facilitating oh. that behavior. Yeah. And yeah. They're, they're, you're continue, you're continue to perpetuate this bad behavior that you don't even look at as bad yet because you don't yeah. know. You're not yeah. even aware of it. You're not right. even aware right. of it. Right. Let's talk about, that's a great point. Let's talk about that. Like how many of us have been in a situation where life forced us to unlearn something? And it, and it could be romantic relationship. Oh, man, it could be friends. Show. It could be for work. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know, lessons are either taught or bought. Mm. So you either gonna learn or you gonna have to pay to get out of it. <laughs> right. You know. So I got, I've been in plenty of those. Like again, I had a good village, so I got to see where I was doing wrong when I did wrong. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. So you're just like, yo, this isn't right. this isn't right. But I've especially in my early early teen, I mean late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I used to have a lot of. Like, I just didn't pay parking tickets. Like, just, just silly stuff. <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah, pay yeah. parking tickets. I didn't think registration was important. I didn't think right, insurance right. was important. If I had a car and I had keys, I could drive. I'm moving. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got wheels, you know? I'm <laughs> right. moving. I yeah. make my own rules, man. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. Then, yeah. and then, like I said, lessons either taught or bought. And I had you to buy myself out of that situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. You know? And, but, like, I think... That was one of those things. Nobody's ever just like sat down and talked to me and was like, hey, registration's important. Again, taxes. Mm -hmm. Taxes are important. I I got one. Uh, Credit. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Right. I, I, grew, I grew up saying that, like being taught like, yo, don't get no credit cards. Don't get right, right, don't, right. Don't get a credit card. Yeah. Don't yeah. what I have three different credit cards now to this day that I use faithfully. I, yeah. In fact, it's all that I use. You know, so mm-hmm. like having to earn, learn how credit should be used yep. properly in the right way instead of using right. your cash all the time. Right. That was a big thing. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it, me and Duke were roommates for three or four years, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, of, of our 20s, you know? Yeah. And I remember those are constant conversations we were having all the time, like yeah. just learning about the credit, you know? Right, At right. this point, we were two, three years in the NFL, so we had been making money, wow. and we're yeah. still learning, you Damn. know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. that, that was it for me, for sure. Yeah, Dog, do. Just, just, man, so many just terrible habits. Like, one thing about me, I was um, of the mindset that if it don't affect me, it don't matter. Mm. Right. Yeah. So I I couldn't place myself in other people's shoes, mm. right? 
And if they were going so th- they were going through something and it didn't affect me and my circle and my friends, and it wasn't my problem, right, and I couldn't right. sympathize with them. So, um, a lot of times it took me. I don't know, I'm saying early 20s, even to like when I got in the league, it's like, that's not my problem. Yeah. And it made me just have a different type of appreciation for people yeah. um, in my immediate circle. Mm. People that I could help, people I could touch, right? And it just changed my perspective. But before, it was all about me and who I know and mm-hmm. who can touch me in a very, very selfish way mm. um, of thinking. And what it did is put so many limitations on me, right? Because then I started um, only associating myself with people that, could help me or that were confined to my, you know, proximity. Right. And right. Um, it just put a cap on me, you mm. know, like a, a cap on people I could reach. So mm. once I started learning how to be compassionate about other people's pain, I started opening up and finding more relationships and looking at world through, looking at the world through a different perspective. Right. Yeah. Yeah. More of an open. So what about in, in uh, romantic relationships? Mm. So this audience is, I think, 79% women. Mm. I'm sure they're 79%. all... Dying to know what it what's the one thing if you could think about it that you've had to unlearn when it comes to relationship that you had to relearn now? Oh, huge one. Mm. And I think for most men in our early twenties, this is just how we kind of operate. I think the way that we live our life, somebody's just gonna fit in there like a puzzle piece and I could just be me. I could just be me. She's just going to fit it like a puzzle piece. I don't got to change nothing. Like, you know, you're going to come into my world and it's going to yeah. be my world. Yeah. Like, or gonna, none. Or, or none. <laughs> or none. No, but that's real. Yeah. And man, you know, I, I'm really appreciative for the relationship I'm in now because like, she just teaches me so much. Mm. Just teaches me so much. Even, even. And when I say teaches me, teaches me real intentionality and just being very intentional with just even the words that you say to the people that you love. You know, sometimes we feel like, I just need to get this off right quick. And it's like, that's not appropriate to just say what you want to say, how you want to say it, when you want to say it. Like timing is is everything. That person's emotions is everything. Where they're at at that current time in the day. Tone, very important. Like think through all of these things before you just come out and say something. Like granted, things do need to get said, but think through it, you know, not only just like how, because this is what it took me to another level for me. Not only how would I receive it, that's not even important no more. How are they going to receive it? Because mm-hmm. like I used to be like, well, if somebody said it to me like that, I wouldn't be tripping. But we, all, we talk about this all the time, you know, just coming from the sports world. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just say what you need to say. Hey, Duke, you blew the covers there, bro. Like, yeah. you need to get it together. I don't know where your head is at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's acceptable. And that's acceptable. Yeah. And we bring that into our relationship. Right, right. You mm-hmm. cannot talk to your partner and There's like no that. buffer. No, there's yeah. no buffer. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that, par- that buffer is because your target of your relationship is moving a little bit more than your target in sports. Mm-hmm. We know the first day we show up at training camp, we're here for a Super Bowl. Mm. We know that it's clear. Mm-hmm. There's no confusion. I don't care how you get there. We're going to get there. I don't care if you if you in it for the money. I know you still want to win that Super Bowl. <laughs> right, I don't right. care if you in it for the girls. I know you still yeah, want to win yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I want to be the best player ever. Let's go get this. Let's go get this ring. Right, right. When you're in a relationship, it's so much constant reassuring that you have to give that person mm. to remind them we're in this together. Right. So even just the way that you may be speaking in the tone of your voice might make them feel like we're no longer in this together. So now I need to play defense mm-hmm. because I don't think we're on the same team anymore. Yeah. 
And that, that right there was like something that I had to really unlearn. There's nobody that's going to just fit in your life like a puzzle piece. You don't yeah. even want that person for real because you're not going right. to get better. Right. And even if they did fit at that particular time, if you've grown out of that, yep. Jalan, now what? She's still there. She's still yep. there. Right? What you got to Man, for me, I think it was learning how to truly be intimate. Okay. Right? Because mm-hmm. with my partner or like growing up in the house, I never saw my parents be intimate. Okay. So I always figured like intimacy was just behind closed doors. In the bedroom, right. In the bedroom. Right, right, right. Right? Right. No, that's real, yeah. So, so I go crazy back there. So I, <laughs> so yeah. I figure I figure anytime you want to get intimate with your woman, you just take her behind closed doors. That's that's the only time that you could be intimate. But like now that I'm older, much wiser, much more experienced, I've learned there's so many more levels of intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, so many more levels for you to connect with your partner. Right. You know, and those are things that I, I either I just didn't know. So I don't want to even say I, I had to unlearn. I just I didn't even I didn't even know that. Yeah. You know, so and, and those are things that I learned by being with a partner. You know, it's like, oh, no, you need to display intimacy in in emotional settings, mm-hmm. uh, financial settings, uh, romantic settings. Yeah. Um, whatever. So much. There's so there's so many different levels of it, you know. And I, without the partner, I don't, I don't experience that. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't yeah. learn that. Yeah, that's dope. You know? I agree with you. Yeah, man. From it was, man, so many things, bro. Go ahead, take so your time. Things, <laughs> man, I, okay, practice. All right, practice, okay. practice, practice. All right, anything that you want to get good at, you got to practice. Mm-hmm. That includes your relationship. Mm-hmm. All right, we spent years and years and years of practicing to get to the NFL. Right, years and years of practicing to become an elite. You know, barber mm-hmm. takes hella time and experience perfecting the craft. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, right, yeah. if you don't use it, It'll you'll lose it. Right, right, right. So you can't just expect to be who you are and how you came into this relationship and sustain the relationship. Mm. You know, so I always preach um, you got to practice throughout your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be moments where me and Chanel could get into an argument. Right. And what I've done prior to that argument is going to dictate that argument. Right. I can't wait till I get into the argument to try to practice my tone of voice. Right. Right. So that practice needs to come through um, small, small disputes about the AC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Small disputes about what we're watching on Netflix. Right. right, right, How I talk to my friends. Mm -hmm. I got to constantly be intentional about what I'm saying to Mm -hmm. everyone because everything's going to translate in my relationship. Right. Practice is important. Yeah. What happens is a lot of people get into relationships and feel like they don't have to do no work. Right. 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 But we all got to do, do the work because who we're dealing with is someone that's different from us. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're emotional beings. Right, so yeah. there's it's it, impossible for us to just come into the relationship. I'm handsome, I got money, it's good enough, I dress well, yeah. Other women want me, and this is all I need, right? Right, that ain't happening, right? Right, so right. for me, I had to unlearn just bringing my just bringing who I am and saying, Look what I have to offer, mm. right? And practice became a staple in my relationship. And I think that once I started being able to practice, mm. I started getting better. Mm-hmm. I started being. You saw the results. I started, I started. The results started. Like the relationship started changing. The argument yeah. started. Not. We started having healthy disagreements. Right. You get what Oof. I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I think that without those 
without those like those hours of constantly just working on the craft, mm. you don't have those things, yeah. you know. And sometimes you have to treat your relationship, you know. I mean, if it makes sense, treat it like a like a like a game, right? Treat it like a game. Treat it like you want to get these shots up, right? You gotta learn how to put your pride away. That takes practice, right? Because as men, we got egos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you never try to check your ego in in the outside world or in small situations with your with your girl, yeah. what you think is gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Right? right? And right. the first thing, the first time you guys get in an argument, you're gonna shut down. Yeah. You can say, nah, all right, you did that, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. And when yeah. you guys feud, nothing happens. Right. There's no nothing gets solved. Yeah. So I feel like I had to unlearn that thinking where it's just like, yo, this is it. I'm nice. I'm nice. I can have any more I want. Mm-hmm. I had to un- I had to unlearn that because yeah. it's not about that. It's about okay, I chose this person. All right, now I got to learn how to do whatever I can to get better with this person, and I have to understand that like, I have to have some humility to understand that like, yo, like, who I am today is not enough to sustain this relationship. Right. You know, I was gonna say even even you just being like you said, I'm nice. I can have whatever I want. Right. That's not sustainability, though. No. That's that's going to get you what you want yeah. and, and maybe what you want for the weekend or whatever. Yeah. But if you're talking long term, that's that's not going to do it. Yeah. The other thing I picked up from what you were saying is how you do anything is how you do everything. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So when it comes to these little micro practice moments, take them like it's the game. Yeah. Like it's yeah. the actual game because it will show up in, in other areas. Um, and then speaking of ego, one thing I recently learned um, in therapy was. He's like, look, your ego can be used in, in good ways. Like, like let, let's not just give ego a negative, you know, component to it. Like, it's, it could be used in, in, in positive ways. He said, but the one area of your life where your ego is never going to be needed, I don't care what hypothetical or what scenario you can possibly think of, the answer is still no. He said, the one arena your ego is never needed is in your relationship. Well, I think they say that it's hard for the ego to live in a space where love is. Mm. that's deep there you go you know like if if love is truly it's no ego there is no ego right right i did hear that before. There, there is no ego exactly yeah. my fiance tells me that all the time <laughs> yeah. yeah it's hard though ain't it it's hard it's, it's so hard, hard. hard. what's well, hard and, and why is it hard you, you gotta cry you gotta shed yourself <laughs> well, but also like but yeah because look, look at what we've been conditioned to yeah. especially as athletes right yep. our ego got you in the league yep <laughs> right our yep. egos got us on the team our egos got yep. us our accolades yep so it's like to just say that's not needed here. You're like, huh? What? Right. I don't got that. Yeah. What? What now? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to times of conflict. Yep. Where we can isolate and shut down. And okay, yeah. fine. It's me against you then. Yep. Like an athlete. Yes. Right. If I'm talking trash to you, if you're, what'd you play? Wide receiver. Corner. Corner. Okay. I'm a wide receiver. Yep. I'm talking trash to you all day. Yep. That's gonna get me motivated. Yep. And it's gonna get you motivated. Yep. Not my woman, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it takes that buffer, like we talked about, right, to to kind of dismantle that ego and to be okay with that mm-hmm. in this arena. Man, I read a, a quote today, and I, I just wanted to share because it, it felt like a good time. I thought about it as Duke was speaking, and mm. then you said results, and then he said results. Perfect. And the quote was, yo, don't get mad at the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. You didn't do, do. Yeah. right. You know, and I thought that shit was amazing That's when I read that today. Spot on. It's so real, bro. We, we can't. We have to put ourselves to the work. Yeah. We have to go to practice. And if we don't, yeah. we can't get mad at ourselves yeah. right. for not getting better. Right. Not yeah. putting the work in. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's very important. That's a great quote, because yeah. it, it ties into what each one of us said. Man. 
Yeah. Each one of us said, right? Yeah. Whether it's from intimacy, yep. put in the work, and understanding like there's more to just the physical part of intimacy, right? When it comes to just not being like, you, you got you to give it the program. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's just ignorance, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then when it comes to understanding like everything that you do is practiced, yeah. that's all comes down to putting in the work. Yeah. So, yeah. so let me ask, why do you think, aside from the ego, right? Because that's the obvious answer. But why do we think men have a hard time putting in the work when it comes to romantic relationships. I mean, we're all sitting here willing to put the work in, but, but for the ones who aren't and for the women who are with these men. Or the days we don't want to put the work in. Right, right. There you go. You know, that's a better. That's a there you go. It's, it's still, yeah, let's go with that. You know, it's still, because still, you, you get to the point to where you just be feeling like, like, man, do I want to have to be the star of the team again? Like, and you, you, and your ego starts showing up again. And it's, and it honestly, you know, I've, I've, I think it's like, it's two of me. It's like who I really want to be. Mm. And then it's like who I currently am at that day. Right. And like who I really want to be always has to show up mm. if I want the result to really happen. Mm. Because, you know, uh, and we talk about this a lot, but I feel like as men, men, we, we feel like at times it's okay to be a convenient leader mm. and like leadership hurts. Leadership is tough. Leadership looks like struggle and leadership isn't always the guy who's holding up the trophy and have the glory at the end. Like leadership is, is, is pulling your partner along sometime and our leadership is sometimes shedding up, Mm. you know, letting your partner get off what they need to get off. And just like, you know what? They need that more than I need it. Right. Mm -hmm. right, They need that more than I need it. So, you know, like when you don't want to do the work, as a man, I'm just speaking to men right now, the 21% of you guys. <laughs> As a man, when you don't want to do the work, remember, that's a part of the leadership. Like, yeah. being a man is a part of the leadership. So, like, you know, shutting down isn't a leadership quality. Uh-huh. That's not a quality that a leader possesses is shutting down because we still got to keep this train moving. So, however the train got to keep moving, whatever you got to do to keep that train moving, you have to do. Mm. You know, and to look to your partner and just be like, well, I want you to be the bigger person today because this is how I feel like acting. Mm. And that happens. And that happens. But you can't do that. You know, you can't as a man, you can't do that. No, no. No. Yeah. I think it's possible that some of those men just don't have the true desire, the burning desire to be great. Yeah. Right. When you have a burning desire to be great, like you don't just want it in one area of your life. You're searching for greatness in all aspects of your life, from your relationships, from your finances to your just personal life, everything, traveling, all of that family, mm-hmm. everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think if they had a better, a, a bigger desire, they wouldn't it wouldn't be hard or it wouldn't be an issue for them to to do those things, to put in the work. But if you've never seen greatness, you don't know what it looks like, you don't have any role models, you don't have any positive influences in your life, any pillars that you could look to that you're like, yo, that's what I want to model my life after. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of kids in our community who don't have that. Right. You know, then that's, what, that's what's going to happen. You know, and it takes falling into circles like these, you know, for you to be inspired to like want that greatness in yeah. every aspect of your life. You yeah. know? And if you don't have that, then you're kind of just going to be floating unfortunately until you get you know kicked in the ass yeah. one time you know yeah i don't i think that i don't i don't i don't know if it's the fact that men don't want to put the work in i think that a lot of people 
just aren't even just aware of what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. I, I really believe that, you know, I think it's it, like I said, man, it'd be easy for us to just be socialized and think this is how we're supposed to act. Right. Right. Especially when we're young because we're influenced easily. Yeah. So all our, all the celebrities on TV, all the athletes or the people that we look to are acting a certain way. That's how we're going to act. Mm-hmm. Right. So what it is, it's not enough people like us. Yeah. Right. In front of these cameras on these mics you know, screaming, hey, yo, like, not yeah. saying, hey, this is how you're supposed to, supposed to act, but like, hey, just check out our story. Yeah. yeah. Check out our story. Because yeah. we ain't going to tell people how to act because everyone's at different right. phases in their life and you want, you know, young men to kind of go through their experiences and learn how to do things. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people just aren't aware. Yeah. You know, and I think that it's, it's on people like us to do a better job of it. Right. Yeah. It's not making, that doesn't, that doesn't example, that doesn't, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, exemplify. Is it exemplify? Yeah. Oh, I guess. But that doesn't... Um, Showcase? It doesn't excuse. It doesn't excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't excuse. That doesn't excuse, um, you know, a certain men from acting a certain way. Right, but that, right. that does give us a different perspective, you know? It's yeah. just like, hey, a lot, a lot of guys don't... A lot of guys don't know, you know? So, yeah. like... All the women that are watching this, man, kind of cut, cut some guys some slack sometimes, man. <laughs> cut some guys some well, slack. But that actually leads me to the, the next part of um, what are some of the pressures of men for of men. men today, right, in this society. Jelani touched on earlier, like gender roles, right? Now they're switching. Mm-hmm. But, but before all that, too, uh, to your point, Duke, I gave you this actually funny enough. Last time you were on, direction is more important than speed. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I got all this I want, I want, even if the person wants it, oh, right, I want to be better, I want to change, but how do I start? And then how do I maintain this Mm -hmm. when I don't feel like putting the work one day, Mm -hmm. when I fall off, when I make a mistake, because you will, having those expectations. But the the direction, the how is is almost as important as maybe even the want, right? Because that's the light at the end of the tunnel. But anyways, so... Got to see counsel. Yes. Got to see counsel. Yes. So when it comes to the the, the pressures of a man... Okay, so what so what comes to mind when I, when I say pressure? That? Yeah. Well, there's an obvious pressure to just have it figured out, you know, and be problem solvers. Right. I think that's a that's an obvious answer, and uh, I think what that does is it puts it makes men feel like they always got to do something, even though they don't know what to do. Mm. Right, and it makes it very hard for us to admit that yo, we kind of don't know, we don't have the answer. <laughs> you, you know, and yeah. I feel like. If you get a lot of men that are trying to do it but don't know what to do, it kind of does a disservice to everyone, you know. Right, and right. I think a lot of men, including myself, have have been, you know, not the most confident in saying, "Yo, like I really don't know what to do" because I don't yeah. want to appear like I don't have it together. That's hard. And I feel like that's a, that's a pr- pressure. Uh, obviously, the pressure to protect, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and make sure everything is secure for everyone in your family, your woman, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, your kids, if you have kids, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, women have a ton of pressures too, but it's just different. Yeah, you know, it's just different. Yeah, I would say so. It, it comes from social media a little bit too, like the immediate pressure or the pressure to feel to be uber successful, mm-hmm. like young and e- immediately. I think is is um an enormous amount of pressure. Like when I yeah. look, you know, I'm in my thirties. Right. And I've done pretty well for myself thus far. Right. But I couldn't imagine being 18 
and looking at all these things. Like, and from the outside looking in, it seems like everybody, like you said, it seems like everybody yeah. got it figured out. Yeah. Like everybody is on, on Instagram. And especially if you're a younger influence, everyone's on Instagram with cash. Everyone's on Instagram in a fly car. You know, like, damn, if I don't have any of that, do I, how do I compete? Yeah. You know? So I, I would say, like, social has a lot to do with it today, too. You know, just mm. pressures of being a man because it's so easy to just look at people that seem successful, or not people, men that seem successful on Instagram and being like, damn, man, why well, don't got what he got, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm sure we're all victim of doing that at yeah. some, in some capacity, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, damn, I, I got to get more cracking. Yeah. I say it all the time. I got to make more money. Mm -hmm. I literally tell myself this all the time. I'm looking at people, I'm like, yo, I got to make more money. <laughs> yeah. I got, and that's like a, right. um, just a, a small financial pressure. It's not like overly bearing, bearing on me, but sure, it's still sure. pressure. It's still, there, sure. it's yeah. still pressure. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is still pressure. And, and, it's still and, and, real. And I would say it can affect like, how you, it can affect your behavior or how you Absolutely. how you attack certain things. Well, right? your confidence. Yeah. Wow. Yeah I, yeah. I I think what you said, dude, was something that is the catalyst to like the pressure of, you know, as being a man, you're a protector, you're a provider, and you always have it figured out. Mm -hmm. Air quotes for the listeners. <laughs> you always have it figured out. So when something comes up, you you just feel like you have to act on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just feel like you have to just do something. And, you know, that may not necessarily be the right direction that you're going yep. in. Mm -hmm. You know, you're moving fast, but not in the right direction. Right, right. And Nowhere. you're creating a bigger problem. And yep. it's just like, you know, like back in the day when we was young and it would showcase like things that men did. And it would always show a father who was driving with his family and he'd be looking at the map and, his wife would be like, babe, I think we should ask somebody. <laughs> He's like, I got you know it. Where? I got it. I yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I got it. You know, yeah. because that ego continues to show up. Just like as a man, it's like, yo, like if anybody's going to, if anybody's going to like steer my family in a direction, it's going to be me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if it's the right way or the, or the wrong, wrong way. way. Right. I've chose a direction. Because I want to figure it out. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. You know, and, yeah. and, and, That's real. and, That's and one of, one of, I think, it's, it's a great quality, but it also can hinder you. And that's one of the things that sucks about being really, really good at something is when you do make your decision and you make it the right way, you know, your your woman or whoever looks to you is just like, man, I'm just, I love that. You just, you pick something and you do it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now you feel like, oh, I always need to pick that's something. Like, yes, I just need to make a choice. And I need yeah. to do it. I need yeah. to make a choice. Right. I need to pick something and I need to do it. Right. And, you know, right. I do want to say before we even get out of here, I don't know how much time we have. I do want to tell you, man, yeah. I really, um, I really appreciate you understanding the responsibility of your voice and like mm. doing things like this uh, because it is so many men that are our age and, you know, just listening. They fo they're following because they want they they want to learn. They want to learn, yeah. you know, and, you know, I've definitely been a victim of, you know, trying to be a problem solver and just trying to figure it out. And like, yeah, I'm sure you've tried to do that with your woman. And she was just like, yeah, I just want you to listen. Like, I don't yep. even need you to. <laughs> yep. Fix it right now. Right. Yeah. Like, I just want you to listen. Right, so right, being right. able to figure out, it's like driving a stick shift. Like, yep, being able yep. to figure out how much Goes back to balance. How much of that clutch that I need to do before mm -hmm. I put it on the gas. And timing. You know, and figuring out that <laughs> timing, timing, you know, yeah, and you can yeah. only figure that out by just being in those situations as yeah. often as possible, being around other people who are in those situations. Yeah. Like, you know, we were just, we just had an episode uh, recently speaking about what it like, looks like to be friends and just growing up and yeah you know if you were a single dude who was in a club every single week we probably wouldn't be doing the show. <laughs> right 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 you know but yeah. you are on the same track that we're on. excuse me we're trying to get, get to where you track. at mm. 
you're married, Mm. you know, and you had it. Like you said, you've had to unlearn a lot of things and you're married and you know, your relationship and you're working and you're doing things like this to show like, yo, I'm trying to get better. I want to be great. Right. You know, so, so it's just, it's just, it's really just working at this shit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no days off in relationships, bro. No, not even Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Not even Sundays. Yeah. No, I, uh, I appreciate you saying that, Jalan. I mean, I, that's why I wanted you guys to come on when I hit Duke. I was like, look, there's there's men out here who need us, mm-hmm. who need that direction, right? And who needs the, the proper direction, I'll, I'll say yeah. that. Um, when it comes to solutions, and, and we can end with this, uh, there's a book by Brene Brown called The Gifts of Imperfection. Mm. What I took away from that book mainly was men are taught conditioned the narrative the the upbringing everything is to be the fixers or to be the one that we're gonna we're gonna do this i said we're gonna go here we're gonna go here right and when we don't know we don't even know how to say i don't know we don't even know how to say can you help me yeah right because it looks like we failed it looks like we didn't live up to what i said as my standard and she was talking about how men are so conditioned to fix and to be solution based people human beings what, what I love to do is I see a problem and I love to fix it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But as I learned in my marriage, <laughs> sometimes understanding is, is the solution. Mm-hmm. Sometimes listening, is a, sometimes shutting up <laughs> is the solution, right? Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to be like, but I, why? Because I would, no, just, just understanding is the solution today mm-hmm. and being okay with that. Yeah. And when I read that, I was like, that's spot on. Yeah. Most men are solution driven people mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah anyways i just <laughs> it's, it's important to mention that i think a lot of men are like i don't know what to do so i'm i i'm, I'm no good here yeah. right I, like like I, like if i can't provide financially what else can i provide right, yeah. right, right. if i can't put it down in the bedroom intimacy wise what else can i provide right. there's so much more that we need <laughs> let alone want to do in yeah, relationships th- those thoughts don't come from anywhere though right mm. like we, we grew up in a world that rewards those men right Right. Yeah. Those men get rewarded. Yeah. We see that. Yeah. That's what we want to emulate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't come from anywhere. That's true. Out of nowhere, right? So I think like, yeah. yes, we could talk. We could sit up here and talk about what men need to do, right? But it definitely requires, you know, effort from men and women, right? Right? Because nothing comes from anywhere, right? But no, oh, you was gonna say something? Yeah, right? my better. Um. I, I lost it. So okay. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that, right there. that's what I was thinking about. I know, Justin, you was, um, we were kind of talking about just the way the evolution of the man now. Yeah, yeah. I think the evolution of the man, we are like in a really, really, really transcendent part of men right now to where we are not as simple as we once were. Right, right. right. And because we are beginning to get more complex, Mm -hmm. complex things require complex answers. Right. So people want to know more. In complex conversations. In complex conversations, (laughs) right? Because now it's like, it's like everyone's woman has an opportunity to make more, you know, more more money than this. So it's like, I think now, like men outside of that, and one thing I've been seeing a lot is, because a man doesn't feel like, like you said, he can provide financially, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a place. Right. And I think that's really where the evolution comes in, is being able to get those other tools 
to showcase your value as a man. Because a lot of men, they probably just don't know how to articulate themselves, but they just they just feel useless. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel useless. Like, man, she's really successful. I don't think I can really play a part in her so life. So what, what, what is a man supposed to do? Because th- I actually remember what I was going to ask. Oh, yeah. And this kind of ties into, like, what, what does that man do? Like, when you should listen and be understanding mm-hmm. and you're biting your tongue, who do you get that off to? Do you just hold on to that? Right, that moment or whatever that you were trying to say that you decided not to let off. You yeah, know, like- so I I think um, I think a lot has to do with like I've learned in my my marriage. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's about what is right or wrong for this marriage. Yeah. So if there is a solution that comes of whether it's mine, hers, both of ours, I'm down. If if it works for us, I don't care who the hell came up with it. It works, and I'm cool with that. So I think to to your question though, it's like, is it even necessary to get it off? And, and I'm asking myself, why do I feel the need to get it off? Like, cause it's not even about her at that point. There's a whole underlining thing that's yeah, going yeah. on where I haven't worked in three weeks because, you know, whatever. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. I right, fell out right. with my boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. the case is, right? Yeah. I'm just taking it out on, on this scenario. Yep. So um, I'm asking myself that question. Does it have any, anything to do with her? And also, even if I let it off, what good is that going to do for me? Yeah. Right? Wow. So, wait, 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 wait. How, does, how does a man feel like he could be there for a woman if, if the woman is. So successful. Like, what are some things? So, well, that, what can I do? I'm glad you asked, right? Right? You've been in complex therapy. question. We need complex answers. I'm, I'm, <laughs> watch this. I'm going to let you answer this. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hey, this, this therapy stuff watch right here, You've bro. been in therapy, right? Yep. Sure. How have. many levels of intimacy did your, ter- your therapist tell you about? Six. Six. Financial is one of them, right? Yep. Cool. So, therefore, that's one out of six. Oh, we got some other. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So now okay. you, have, you have five other areas now other that you areas. can work with. So yeah. now if you're weak in those areas, that's on you. That's not a her thing. Mm. So we can't never look mm. at her and be like, you make too much money. It's nowhere for me here. That's always, you're speaking from here. Right. Oof. Yeah. You're saying that with your chest. You're saying that with your chest mm-hmm. to you. Mm. You're right. not talking to her. That's real. She's right. actually more valuable. She can help this as a team. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't want you on my team because you be putting up 40 a night. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I think I think the um the the insecurity comes from even if I had even at those other five um uh levels, I was great in. Right. But those five other levels are things that people can't see. Yeah. The perception is... Give me something tangible. The perception. Men care about perception as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The perception is that he's not taking care of home. Yep. Right? But, but, but that so stems from ego. It does. But I'm saying, though, it's still a fact. Right? Mm-hmm. The perception is still a fact. It's yeah. crazy because we always so, say perception. Like, what is perception? Because do we really go home? Like, he's not bringing it in. Nah. He's nah, not never. He's not handling home. Never. Like, so but are like, we really yeah. having those conversations? Yeah, but also, also, a lot of it is tied to traditional values. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So we still got, got a long way to go before we break free, free from that. Yeah, Because yeah. our significance and our value, a lot of it is tied into, like, not just financially, but protection and just being stable. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you, know, you know, I should be the one to... Like, what protection look like decisions. financially? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Okay. All mm-hmm. those things, you know? And if I'm not able to do that, then... Yeah, it's going to affect, you know, who I am, right? And it's not just a financial thing, but it's, 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 it's more, it's, I'm, I should say that it's not just a, 
as long as you and I know what's going on, we good. I'm not, I'm not saying be a stay-at-home, no. No, 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 no. We ain't no, saying that. No, no, no. I'm no, not no. saying nah, never. I'm just saying if she's making 220. She's getting 40 a night and you getting 25. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're you winning. Yeah. You're still winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah You know, yeah. you guys are still winning. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, as a man, you should be able to sustain the roof over your head right. anyway. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Bare minimum. Bare right. minimum. You should yeah. be able to sustain right. the roof over your head. Yeah. And if you could if you could do that, then, you know, I don't feel like you should feel less than. So, yeah. For everyone though who doesn't know the six levels, so we didn't mention f- one. What's the other five? Financial. Oh, so you got financial, emotional, physical, physical, spiritual, mental, mental. Is it psychological? Um, that might be mental. Might be mental, yeah. Because I don't so even know. Maybe just five. Yeah, it's emotional. I think it's five. Maybe it's just five. five. It sounds like it's five. Maybe okay. five. That's solid. I may miss quarter. Yeah, that's solid. Five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's dope because I think a lot of men they just think of the one. Yeah. Which I'll is, tell you which one, is financial. What's, the one that's crazy is, nah, men don't even think about financial intimacy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Financial Go ahead, intimacy. Put it, put it on. Men don't even think about financial intimacy. Okay. Like, think about, most, 90% of men is not opening in their bank account and saying, hey, baby, come sit down. Let me show you what I have. Mm. So when we make decisions, you understand why I'm making these type of decisions. Mm. Men not doing that. Men not letting women see they, they, they finances. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, babe, I just want you to know I got I'm invested in these these stocks, yeah. and this is the reason why I can't pull money out. Whatever it yeah. is, men not having those married men though. I think are different. Yeah, I was going to ask you when do you wow. think it's time to do that? Because I was going to well, yeah. well, I'm in, I'm engaged, so those conversations are starting to happen in our house. Right, you know right, what I'm right, right. We're right. getting closer to becoming one. Right. So I guess I guess it's timing. timing yeah, yeah, timing. Because I because I was thinking I was like uh, that's not my household, but but I'm married now, so it is different. But when right. I was single and or just in relationships, I didn't have to. You don't have to. I'd have to, have but to. but now when it's two of us, yeah, right. Now we have to have these conversations. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, and I, I think a lot of it is is um. I guess timing. I yeah. guess I yeah. guess to sum it up, a lot of it is timing. Well, fellas, um, man, I'm I'm just I'm I'm, I'm full of gratitude, man. Oh, I, man. I I really appreciate y'all. <laughs> it was um, it's an honor, and again, it's it's it's. It helps to have these conversations with us, but it's, it's about everyone listening yeah, and watching. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I hope this I hope this direction provided I a lot. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed oh, cool, it. good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, I appreciate it. Conversation, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming on, and um, yeah, thanks for having us, bro. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.